Welcome to the Rogues Alliance Actual Play Podcast, where a few friends sit down every two weeks to play some games and record the fun for you, the listeners. Gar is taken to be interrogated with OB, Cass, and some rebel volunteers in disguise, while Vec, Jad, and Davik head to the equipment and service areas to gather info and create a distraction for Valen's eventual breakout. The plot thickens in... Episode 18, Covert Action. To start, let's go around the room, though, and of course, as always, let everyone know who we are. Uh, I'm Jamie, I'll be your DM today. GM, I guess. I'm Britt, and I'm playing Cass, the Ace Gunner. I am Andrew, I'm playing Davagula, the Duros Mechanic Slicer. I'm Ryan, and I'm playing Jad, the Ace Driver. I'm Jason, I'm playing Vectilma, the Human Demo Man. I'm Alund, and I am playing Godolo, Corellius Freest Son. <laughs> I'm James. I'm playing Zero B One, the droid who wanted to be a Jedi. <laughs> All right. So as that happens, you three are brought up to the main catwalk. The warden gives a, a shrug and, and which three? Sorry, Vec, Davik, and Jad, along, uh, with, along with your and support. A few troopers, I'm assuming. You got two. Okay. They can be just okay. stormtroopers to disguise themselves. Okay, but... that's cool. Yeah. Okay, so since I'm the one with the leadership check, then I'm the one that would have put them into the, uh, what formation was it there? The one that lets them do the checks? Mission specialist is the one that lets you yeah. do checks with leadership skill. So while you were the one actually in control, they'd be flanking around any of the people that actually like Imperials. Yeah. So the warden kind of gives a maintenance and uh, our, our equipment is, and he kind of gives a direction. So on the map, it's where the garage is. Um, he's like, do you know the way or do I need to find someone to escort you? So he, like, pointed in the direction? Well, yeah, but it was kind of one of those things where it was like, you know where you're going, right? You've been here before. I do logs of being here last week. Not that he's saying anything, but that's his... Yeah, yeah. You know, he's like, you know where, you know the way, just up that way. Yeah, I, I just keep my head down and not look up. But yeah, yeah, I got it, I got it. All right. ISB stuff. <laughs> There's a shrug and he kind of turns around. I, I just sort of wait for a second. I was like, and he's coming with. I know security. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> the warden just kind of cocks an eyebrow. It's going to like... Very well, for now. He's your responsibility, though. What yeah. did you say your name was? You wouldn't leave my sight. Uh, Talrak. Alright. You were all led into the main prison on whichever you know level that you're on, and you can already kind of hear it, like, it, the door's opening is, like, taking the place off mute. We've all seen prison movies, whether it's Shawshank or Guardians or anything like that. It's typical, like, shouting prisoners, new blood, people clanging against bar doors. There's prisoners that are in the yard as you're walking by. It'd be like, crack there. Someone says they're going to slather you in Salarian jelly. Jamie, <laughs> when they do the crack, I... <laughs> <laughs> and for your guys' parts, patrolling in rather frequent numbers along the catwalks. First off are stormtroopers. Like, I'm not even going to try and give a number right now, because there is there's a lot. <laughs> and more so than that... Actually, no, yeah, we'll leave it stormtroopers at that one for now. So you see entrances to cell block D at the top and C. Those two and cell block A are guarded by uh, stormtroopers. Cell block B also guarded by stormtroopers at the moment. I've been talking a lot, so I'm going to turn things a bit over to you guys on who's doing what. And the assumption is that you are currently being walked the yard towards the far one. So Oh, I'm walking them. This is my person. <laughs> Vex doing his best to try to remember the map from before we went in. As he's walking, he's just like... Every once in a while, he like just thinks of something mean spirited to shout at Jad. Yeah. It's like this is this is how bosses treat people. <laughs> um, I would assume, like I was sort of thinking in my mind that along with the imperial droid that I had, I might have had like a small satchel just full of a few data pads. 
just because, of course, my intention was, you know, like, I have reports that I need to yep. file. With that said, as we're going along, I will pull out one of the data pads and bring up the map and sort of, like, like lean forward a little bit as we're walking. Uh, sir, that file you requested earlier? I am definitely needing a skullduggery check for that. Okay. Sweet. It can be a group check between you two. Difficulty, I'm going to say that this is average check, but I am going to give you two setback die for the amount of Imperial eyes that are going on around you right now. That is a failure and two advantage. Do you mind me spending the advantage? Okay, so uh, essentially what happens is that as you reach forward, is one of the points that one of the stormtrooper guards has basically done an about turn to kind of go back the other way on his particular like patrol route. And as he does, his shoulder actually smacks your hand, and you drop the pad and just smashes. Like, oh, okay. It hits the grid and breaks, right? And the troopers are kind of like, ah, oh, sorry, didn't see you there. Really sorry. You can probably book another one in the utilities. It's just up the, the catwalk there to the left. Sorry. <laughs> do, you, do you have a number? <laughs> I'm not like, look, look for a pad or anything like write something down on. So yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, what, what is it? He's like, um, uh, TN two one seven two. TN two. Uh, Writing down destruction of imperial property. Uh, so, what was your job? He's like, I'm a guard, sir. Oh, I mean, like specifically, what's your patrol? But I, I just want to make sure that I, I get everything down for the report. <laughs> He's kind of like, I, I patrol the 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 south uh, south. Yeah, a section here, sir. So thank, thank you. We'll take it from here. <laughs> right down. <laughs> I'll collect the the broken data pad and put it back in the pouch. All right. So aside from making this poor trooper feel like he's about to lose his job, he gave you directions on how to get to the. Uh, Great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a boss. I'm a boss. I'm not even gonna file that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where to file it. I kind of wanted to be filed. Uh, yeah, I have this file about the stormtrooper and your identification code is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> D E N. <laughs> I'm probably just gonna like toss whatever it was that I wrote it down in a garbage. So. <laughs> I mean, I'm here to destroy Imperial property. <laughs> I just love the idea of some poor stormtrooper getting reprimanded for like, you know, by, <laughs> by a guy that is report submitted by a rebel. <laughs> yeah, gives me a, gives me an excuse to go down there later. Yep. So with you heading that way and Brian following with, are you sticking with them for now? And you needed to go to utilities. Yeah, I think th- I think I'll go to utilities. All right. So then in that case, I'm assuming that for now you guys are together and that you're you're currently going the same direction and haven't hit the points split off yet. We've sort of been going along that that like horizontal yeah, yeah. processing utility. Back to Cass and Gar and Zero B. You've made the walk from the uh, you know across the yard to the top right cell block there, and as you do, kind of you know the doors open and you walk in, you hear a shout from above. Hey, Lieutenant! This kind of woke sound because he realizes that no one's actually noted what name Cass is using at the moment. <laughs> so he's like, Ugh. you with the dolo? Excuse me. And he kind of looks up. He's like. I- He's like, I apologize, Lieutenant. Uh, sorry, your name? Somebody give me a name. I don't have a name. Sarah Domstar. It was one of the paper companies I rejected. <laughs> sure. All right, Lieutenant Domstar. It's like, sorry, we didn't get that written down uh, when we processed your prisoner. Just got a note from the brass. They want you to put him in interrogation. It's at the end of the hall. Yes, sir. Um, anyone with knowledge of warfare, I don't need a role for this, it would be noted that even for, like, a prison, that's really fast to be putting a guy in interrogation. So, I mean, you're walking past 150, 200 cells on either side of you as you're going down the hall. So it's a, it's at the far end of cell block D that the interrogation is. 
Okay. You just showed up. Thanks, Tanner. One of your Stormtrooper minions then kind of elbows you with the butt of your rifle in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of stumble and continue to walk forward. Hey, if I end up being, being stranded here, I am going to make sure I have friggin' prison wrap. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Alright, so you were brought to the back. Again, Stormtroopers flanking. The doors open and you were put inside. The Stormtrooper that lets you in kind of uh, makes a note. He's like, Says, yeah, Captain Cadis wants him in the rack. Alright. Lamb? It's my preference. <laughs> so inside is, uh, you know, there's stormtroopers as well, and on top of that is uh, an Imperial officer wearing something similar to uh, the Death Star Gunners, in that it's like, you know, the black kind of jumpsuit. His helmet does the kind of the swipe now thing that's kind of reminiscent of, of Nazi helmets or samurai that a lot of the Imperial stuff has. And his mask is a variation of the Stormtrooper one, so you can't see his face. He's, it's entirely black. It's not a full armored uniform, though. In fact, it looks more to be an officer whose face is hidden. And he's the one that starts strapping you in. Um, What's his name? The rack. He hasn't given a name oh, yet. Sorry, <clears throat> you said somebody wanted him in the thing. Captain Cadus. Cadus. C-A-E-D-U-S. Gary's gonna die. <laughs> and, you know, at this he point... <clears throat> yep. as, uh, as the guy's kind of strapping your arms in, and so... I'm not picturing this to be exactly the way Han Solo was in, but you're not quite sitting and you're not quite standing. Like, your muscles and, and you're, you're bent at just a bit weird. Like, it's... In fact, these who we describe, it's almost like Gar started to sit down and then stopped. Like, if you held that position, that's the angle that they've got you at right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at, the, at this particular moment, he's strapping down one of your arms. He's like, is that is that comfortable for you? Well, a little tighter if you plan on getting something out of me, really. Oh, thank you, so And then no, probably sit in hard and uh, yeah, I'm just like, take a, a couple strain for that. <laughs> you can still tell me what you're going to say. I just wanted you to mark. Yeah, I've been kind of uh, go, like, oh, well, my paper always taught me to be hospitable. He's <laughs> like, oh, well, that Corellian flare. And as he says that, one of his hands actually goes to your head and shoves your head back so it slams to the to the back of the chair and he straps, puts the strap around your neck. Mm-hmm. Retract my previous statement. Gar's not going to die. Gar's mouth is going to kill Gar. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we gotta sell it, right? The more they're looking at me, the less they're looking at the um, escort. Because I'm hoping that every single one of them wants to beat me, stun me, and what have you, because I can't possibly picture them looking my escort over. (laughs) In fact, they probably think they're doing my escort a favor. (laughs) Alright, so I think the way that I want to play this is that I'd actually like to deal with Jason's group and what Andrew's group are doing first, so that I have an idea of how long Gar is in interrogation for. And what time is the rebel attack coming in? My assumption actually is that Andrew's group, because Cass would have had to go through scanning in some way, that you actually have a signal, sure. so that you're the one that flashes like when they come, yeah. rather yeah. than having a set time. You mm-hmm. like piggyback it on one of the signals coming from the actual tower. Yeah. So, <laughs> let's focus in on... Let's start with Jason. So with Beck and Jad, here we're going to blow stuff up. Mm-hmm. All right. So exiting the garage, or into where the garage looks, and you guys are up on a, again, it's a catwalk, right? Because you're on the mm-hmm. second floor. Now the garage is not like it looks on that map. In fact, it goes off quite a bit further ways out. But it looks to be divided up into sections, and it looks like you're in the place where most of the equipment is kept. So near the prison itself uh, is where you have like the personal equipment, right? So blasters, armors, riot shields, stun batons. Uh, there's a lot of you know, what you typically expect for prison to have. And more police stuff than military stuff sort of thing. Yeah. I should state, because you would have seen them coming in and we never actually confirmed it, in orbit is two Star Destroyers, 
uh, and then probably about three other cruisers of smaller make. There are no Super Star Destroyers, if that's what you're worried about, but they are Imperial-class Star Destroyers. And then further back, you'll see uh, a number of speeder bikes that, unlike the typical speeder bike, are, are fully enclosed. So it's like you get in and then like the dome closes down on top of you. And then further back past that is a number of ships. So you see that there appears to be a squadron of what looks to be about six, no, actually I'm going to say 12 TIE Fighters. Six of them are TIE Fighters. After that, another five of them are TIE Interceptors. Two of them, however, are painted different from the typical ones, and they have a, a deep crimson color to them. Uh, and then one of them is a ship that you've never seen before. It's got a, a TIE cockpit to it. At first glance, it looks like an Interceptor, except the wings coming off of it almost break into almost like an X shape, kind of like the X-Wing does. And then the... Yeah, good luck trying to steal it, dude. <laughs> like, I can see you're thinking it. Good luck. <laughs> so the solar panels, rather than curving in like they would normally do, just come straight off and look like they fold. Like, it, you're looking at an S-foil. And it is also painted a, uh, a dark red. What? And then there is two shuttlecrafts. One of them is uh, a typical, like, Lambda-class shuttle. And the other one looks to be a larger, like, troop-sized transport, like the Cap shuttles. And you're, you're looking over this right now as you're on the catwalk. So that's what UTC. That's a, a later thing to look into after I get the Beria charge set up in the armory, but that's not great. Jad's having a hard time maintaining composure. <laughs> he wants it. He wants it bad. <laughs> Alright, Jad, roll me a discipline check. <laughs> discipline or cool? Uh, yeah, let's make it cool. Alright. Difficulty? Well, appropriate time to say I am Groot. <laughs> it's just gonna be an easy one. I don't think Jad's an idiot. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know, man. This yeah. is pretty. Well, you know, I, I didn't ever expect enough to have this check rolled at all. So we'll stick with the easy. <laughs> no success, but one advantage. The good news is I'm not an imperial, so it's you know. Yep. So there's a mechanic nearby. This is not a deserted place by any yeah. means, right? Like there are deck crews working on the ships. There's a quartermaster kind of in his little fenced area. There is a number of people going back and forth. So one of those, you know, deck anti people is passing you guys on the catwalk, heading towards the, the ladder down, and he sees your clearly like Oh <laughs> It's kinda like Empire, best of the best. Can yes sir. I, can I use a mechanics check to see if that nicer looking tie has concussion missile launcher or bombs or something? Or I mean can I just physically look at it to see if it has any big tubes attached to it? From where you are, or did you want to like go down and take a look at it? No, just, uh, like from up, I want to just have a uh, give me uh, an average mechanics check. I'll give you a boost die as well on that. So three successes and an advantage. Three successes and an advantage. He says. Hopefully, it has something that needs to be loaded into it from an exterior exterior source. So for three successes, you see that it does have proton torpedo launchers on it. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, I was thinking like. Missile, maybe. <laughs> yeah, no. proton, tor proton torpedoes. Shit. <clears throat> and the other thing that I will give you for your advantage, uh, it has a hyperdrive on it. Somebody's um, on the base. Now I, I'm gonna have to find where they keep their proton torpedoes. Okay. Well, I was hoping that Wikipedia would give me a better picture, but it's that one. Which one is it? Tie Hunter. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Other than that, is there anything else just from generally looking around in the uh, garage that would have proton torpedoes? I mean, if it's mostly just ties. That would have proton torpedoes? Yeah. I'm looking for, hopefully, that any friggin' cache of proton torpedoes are for that thing. 
Because it would be really sweet to be able to get into a crate full of proton torpedoes and just cut the engines off of them. Eh, just arm the warhead and fire. Wait, it didn't go anywhere. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say no, that that is the only one that seems to have proton torpedoes um, right. with it. How much advantage do you roll? One. Okay, that's all I'm telling you then. I will let both of you notice that the panels on the two red tie interceptors are slightly different. Not like, mod- they just look like they've had a bit of add-on to probably get a bit more power output from the panels. Okay. No. Other than sort of like taking a look down when uh, Jad's ogling the damn thing. Just like, come on, bounty hunter. I'll let you guys think of what you want to do and where you want to plant some explosives and what your plans are. Andrew. Uh, yeah, so I guess I'm just going to the utilities area of the prison. I'm honestly looking for a terminal. Roll me a average stealth check. Okay. With a boost die to see how you make it to the utilities area. Okay. One success. That's it. Hey, success is a success. Yeah, yeah. All right, so yeah, you and your small team make it to the utilities room. No one stops you, not even when you enter, you know, heading in. I'm going to actually say that the minion that you've got that's essentially replacing your astromech, the that mechanic... He's wearing an officer's uniform, so you're following him, quote-unquote, even though he's listening to you. Because otherwise, why is the stormtrooper going around with all the tech? Oh, yeah, exactly right. You enter in, and no one seems to be watching it. Like, in in kind of in the corner, you actually, two tech hands look to be playing a game of sabacc on some crates in kind of the upper corner. So, to your left, as you enter in, you see kind of a, a generator, various other pieces of equipment. You do see a couple terminals that line the walls at certain points, and then kind of up to your right, and it's kind of north, is a number of different lockers. Some of them are personal people's lockers, and then equipment is stored there. Okay. Yeah, uh, I'm honestly just going to head over to the uh, one of the terminals. And at this point, one of the guys is like, can we help you? Yeah, I mean, I'll just look to him, uh, hold up the broken data pad. He kind of points over to one of the, cra- or to one of the lockers. He's like, sign the requisition form to replace it. Okay. Um, we also have to use one of the terminals here. ISB business. What ISB business? Listen, do you want me to have to tell Agent McCarran that I'm being held up with filing or like to processing these reports? So that's a deception check. Yeah. Let's say it's an average deception check. Okay. Now that said, I think these guys I don't know, maybe they know McCarran. So no, these guys are fairly they're they're competent at their jobs and they know what procedures are supposed to be done. And so that's gonna give you two setback die. Okay. But you dropped an ISP agent's name, and I think that gives you a boost die. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, thankfully I did get another success. Uh, so the guy's like, well, sorry, I yeah. don't want to cross you, Karen. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Motion's over to one of the terminals for you. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, we'll head over. Tell me in order, what are you trying to do right now, Andrew? Find the prince. I will flip a destiny point to ensure that that is super successful. Alright, so don't flip that point yet. Okay. He's obviously allowed to, but wait till everything's built before yeah, yeah, you yeah. decide what you're yeah. going to do with this. I got three yellow, a green, and then blue. So, you were going to be rolling against a check of one purple, two red, okay. and two setback die. Question, would this be considered breaking code or decrypting communications? Uh, breaking code, yes. Perfect. So the difficulty is decreased by one, and I can remove a setback per rank, which I have one. Decreased by one? Okay, so then you'd lose the purple? Yep. Okay. <clears throat> Alright, are you doing anything with destiny points? Flip a destiny point. Yeah, I'll flip a destiny point. Do it! Alright, so 
Flipping it to do what? Um, downgrade. Yes. All right, so that's two, uh, one purple, one red. And what are you rolling for your check? Uh, right now I'm rolling three yellow, a green, and a blue. Three yellow, a green, and a blue? Yeah, you were turning one of those yellow to a green. Okay, so I figured that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yep. So I got two success and one advantage. All right, so the success determines how fast you did this. Okay. What do you want to do with the one advantage? Um... Any, remove you, or make it harder to detect that you just grabbed that information? Yeah, that or you, or you found, like, his log. So you found, like... His uh, prisoner record? Yeah. Either of those two options works well. Any of the three things that you just said do work. Yeah. So, which one? But I don't know if it's only one advantage worth. Feel free to make it. Isolate one of the comms channels. I would allow it. I can't promise that's going to remain secure for one advantage. The only reason I'm saying that is Just because get the information you and I could, like, we could talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. With the success I got, how detailed is the location of the prince? You've got his cell block. Okay. Yeah. Just cell block? No, I'm willing to give you his cell number. Okay, cool. What cell block is it? Cell block B. B, okay. Yeah. I'll use yeah. the advantage maybe to get his record, flip another destiny to get the comms to you, to, to you guys to know where he is. I am fine with that. Okay. So his record that you have right now, and now for one advantage, that's not, not too, too much lot, information. No. You're essentially in the cover page. Then it'll have click here for more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, so he was transferred in about a week ago, brought by Imperial Security Bureau. You know, all the stuff that you already know. And then it says assigned for re-education. It even says, you know, assigned for re-education under supervision of redacted. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So as that happens, every one of you who has an earpiece on, which isn't you. <laughs> <laughs> You got scanned, man. <laughs> no, I know. I was the one who pointed it out. No, I know. <laughs> so pretty much everyone else, you don't hear anything, but just like a, a slight bit of static just kind of goes into your ear as, as the comic comes online. And I'll just relay the information of where he is. You all hear that Valen is in uh, cell block B. The only um, information I will give is cell block, or like, I'll just give like the location. I won't give anything else. All right. So, so are you in the cell number? Well, yeah, yeah, but yeah. not the name. Yeah. Right. So cell block B313 is his cell number. <laughs> now that said, this is at the end of that particular look. So for two success, you've been typing away for a while. Like, it, it does take you a bit to get that information. Out of curiosity, because he spent the destiny point to secure the comms, does that mean we have secure comms now? Yes. Okay. To be a bit more specific, you have secure comms until whatever time that the Empire realizes you have comms and then starts trying to slice in on a post-check against Andrew's chair. Okay. So it will so, not be easy for them to get in. We are back kind of at the top of the clock, and you've got 20 minutes until the point that Andrew relays that information. So what are you guys doing? Uh, I'm looking to see if there's like a quartermaster or something, uh, somebody that might be sort of in charge of who I can talk to about requisitioning stuff and pretending like I'm going to be putting stuff away. There's absolutely a quartermaster. He's on the ground floor and then close to the prison, and he's actually kind of in like a caged part of the wall. So he's in technically a different room, but looking out. So like, if you've ever seen... Most quartermasters, but like how an impound often does it, or like you know, high pawn shops that kind of you know, you know, it, it's like the well, in an armory in a police station, yes, yeah. Um, so I want to sort of move the little hollow trolley thing. So, got a, a delivery and pickup from uh, from the ship here, sent here from the Spectre for just dropping off some uh, some supplies, picking up some kind of nods is like, sure. And he kind of points over to uh, like a conveyor belt thing that kind of goes into his area. And he's like, put your drop off on the belt, and uh, then requisition forms, please, for your pickup. I'm not even entirely sure how the uh, how the argument works, but I want to 
say that I'm here under ISB orders and that it's above his pay grade. All right. So essentially, like, I'm supposed to walk in, I pick it up, and I'll, I'll give you the report of what's missing afterwards, but this isn't a thing that you help me to take out. I take it out. Okay. That's going to be a hard check. Oh, good. <laughs> that is growing a pair. You should use some destiny points. Um, yeah, that's yeah. the fact, I, I don't think I have my terminology right when I say hard. In fact, I, I think I mean daunting, yeah. to be honest. Daunting is four. Oh, we're not done. Again, this is going against procedure, same as Andrews did, so that adds two setback die. Calling out ISB mean anything? I'll give you a boost effort. I feel this is going to turn into a lousy conversation anyway real soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't suppose you're willing to help me out on this and try to like yell at him and distract him. I'll just yell, I'll yell at you about wanting my goddamn guns, like big guns for payment. Is that just add a boost die, or does the check change? Just adds a boost die. All right, add another one. Alrighty, and I want to flip a destiny point to upgrade one of my greens. All right, I'm not flipping any destiny points on this one. <laughs> this is goddamn rough. <laughs> Come on, triumph. Big money, big money, big money. No whammy, please, no whammy. <laughs> so this is horrifying. Uh, <laughs> like really, really, really bad. Okay. Yep. Uh, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, so two advantages and three failures. I will give you the option of choosing what happens with that advantage, but he's immediately like, I don't care if you were from Darth Vader himself. If you don't have a requisition for him, I'm not giving you Jack. Can I use the advantage to at least let him take what I'm dropping off? Yes. Alrighty, so I'm loading the Bradium Charge into one of the crates. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, fine, you want me to wait around for it? Look, I, I just wanted to go in there and take it out because that's my orders. If you want to be the guy that's going to pick it up, take it out, I don't give a shit. I'm going to see about falsifying this particular Imperial officer is uh, an older, fatter man. He does not have a high rank at all. Uh, he looks like the kind of guy that, that joined early and installed that fast, and they're just going to stay where he was for <laughs> 20 years. And he's like, I don't care. If you don't have a form, you don't get Jack. Yeah, no problem. I can, you know what? I can make the form right here. That's I got wrecking. He uh, presses a button, and it's kind of like his glass, like half opaque, and you can tell he just put like, the mute button on you. <laughs> and he flips open a newspaper. <laughs> While I'm sort of marking stuff down, uh, making my fake report, I want to be just wandering around the garage, sort of trying to take note of where things would be stored around to okay. see if there's anything like a proton torpedo crate. There, in fact, is. Behind his thing? or Behind, yeah. Well, not like right behind, but essentially where there is the bank of TIE fighters. Mm -hmm. And I should say, I described them a bit wrong in that I said that they were landed. TIE fighters tend to be racked. Mm -hmm. um, so, in fact, they're kind of hanging almost like bats. And so on the ground floor, not on the catwalk, is like the crates and various storage thing of that those ties need. So there would be a crate of proton torpedoes near the wall by close to where the ties are. Okay. I would have to be slowly making my way towards there. As, like, yeah, no one pays attention to you. Like, yeah. yeah. You're just following? Yeah, for now. Yeah, look, we'll, we'll get your ranting, stuff. ranting about my uh, my payment. Yeah, as as you make your way closer to the ship that's got you drooling. <laughs> <laughs> Damn bounty hunters. Uh, all right, so just gonna ship instead. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is your plan overall, right? Like, so at the point that the word "go" is given, right, and you guys know where he is. Yeah. Eventually, what I'm looking to do is on the requisition form have the Spectre getting all of their proton torpedoes reloaded and leave them with a crate of like ten or fifteen that all have rigged engines on them. 
Okay, so you're looking to rig the engines and steal the proton torpedoes? Yeah, so the only ones they have left are the ones that are uh, rigged to get yeah. so the rigments will get loaded into that. Alright, I don't need you to roll them right yet now, but I'm going to need a skull target check for the form and a mechanics check for the uh, rigging. Right. So, uh, jumping back to you guys. So you have been racked in. The dungeoner is, is there, kind of politely having conversation with you behind his, you know, black skull mask stormtrooper look. You know, strapping in, and every now and then he might give like a jab to a kidney, but not, it's like, it's pressure points, not full-on punches. And then he takes out a pad and he kind of is like, Lieutenant, staying for the show, are we? Wouldn't miss it for the world, sir. Oh, excellent. And then he taps, he's like, and the guest of honor, I believe, is arriving now. Let's just let me get out the band. We want to have a, a good... Fanfare! Exactly. And he presses a button, and uh, from a slot in the wall comes out a, a floating black globe. And it makes kind of a beeping hiss sound as it comes out. Various instruments of torture and needles and syringes kind of bristle on this droid as he kind of starts floating out towards you. He's like, oh, I just love my little pet. Now... Allow me, sir, to introduce you to our two guests of honor. And the door slides open and two figures enter in. The first one is an Imperial officer wearing a uh, captain's insignia. And in fact, you recognize him as the officer that was there earlier, the warden that I mentioned earlier. And you assume that this is Captain Cadus. Walking beside Cadus is a young human man who looks to be, I'm going to say mid-twenties, fit, blonde hair that's kind of uh, shaved on the sides and slicked back. And he's wearing a black uniform that looks... Similar to like an imperial cut, but all black and then trimmed in reds and certain things. I need a perception check from anyone who sees this guy enter in. Am I facing? Yeah, you see him. Now this is to notice a particular detail, so I'm going to say that it's going to be a daunting check. Uh, James, you get two boost die. Failure on a threat. Okay, so you don't see anything. One, two, three, four, five threats. Okay. <laughs> no success? No. Okay, no success. Two success, three threats. Alright, so you're the only one that recognizes this. Hanging on the young officer's belt is a lightsaber. Now, for their part, the younger of the two men, so the guy in the black and red uniform, he stays back. Like, he, he's there, he's seen, but he doesn't move forward, he doesn't come up, he's just watching. The captain kind of walks up and he's like, Now, Mr. Dolo, is it? It is. Ah, I see, and uh, he seems that you've been a busy man. Well... Can't be idle. Well, oh, no, let's see. I have you in connection to the attacks on Onderon. Mm-hmm. Some business on uh, Corellia. Mm-hmm. Huh, I love the little dirt ball that planet, isn't it? Sir, I don't think you know of what you speak. Oh, I'm quite aware of what I speak. Now, you have had dealings with a man by the name of uh, Valen Dendup, yes? I don't think we were done talking about. Corellia. Yes, well, let's move on then. Uh, as I was saying, Valen Denda, a man recently in Imperial custody, appears to be an associate of yours. Were you attempting to recruit Denda to the Rebel Alliance, or did he recruit you? So let me get this straight. You're going to insult my home and then expect me to continue to be hospitable <laughs> and polite in my manners. Alan, I will give you the option, depending on how they are torturing you, that you may substitute your brawn for your willpower. Okay. Right? Depending on whether or not it's literally, like, gritting through the electroshock. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. Speaking of which, he's like, yes, yes, let's, let's talk about your home, actually. I, I apologize. 
I'm sorry, you know, uh, we've had some quarterly reviews here, some higher, higher ups have been uh, visiting. Uh, it's very, very important guests lately, and it's got me all flustered. Where are my manners? Now, you are a member of the Dolo family, yes? Uh, Dietlam, I believe, is the man in charge of your particular family's vested interests, yes? That be my pappy. Ah, excellent, yes, Dietlam Dolo. And uh, uh, for the record, your mother? Charlotte. Yes, 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 uh, Charlotte. But and, uh, I'm sure you can pull that from my sin. I, I, I can, yes. You have a cousin, yes? One or two. Yes, yes. Um, she's made some, something of a, a name for herself in, a, in the racing tracks in Corellia, I believe. Currently going to university. Um, Once again, my pappy's a esteemed patron of the arts. I have more than one or two cousins going to the university. All right, well, I suppose we could pick them all up. Hmm. Good luck. I am the Empire. I do not function on luck. Your family's You were dynasty. a small man that had to see me the moment that I came in. You couldn't even let me wait for an hour. Who's running the timetable here? He uh, flips up a finger, and at this point, a surge of electricity courses through you. I need a discipline check. Okay. What am I rolling against? This is going to be a hard check. So that's what, three? Three. Is this a coercion in this bird? Yeah, we'll chalk this up as a coercion right now, I guess. So I'm three success. Now. Okay. So you don't take any strain. That many success, I don't even think you scream. Like, I think you just kind of, like, rip through it. It it takes your breath away for a second. (laughs) He kind of smiles. He's like, I am here the moment that you came in because, frankly speaking, you are an annoyance that I need to deal with. You are not on my tame tangle. You were simply speaking an asset. I could give less than a pile of bantha poo for both of you. All you are is a data terminal, as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) And I'm going to get a little bit of cacophony. Well, it's nice to be needed, but... Okay. If I'm going to attempt to coerce him, I assume that I'm going to uh, take a couple of setbacks for the... Yes. <laughs> How many? Three. Three setback? Okay, so I'm actually only taking two setback because of a talent. Okay. I am setting the difficulty of the roll because I'm actually in activating a talent. Okay. I'm not rolling against him specifically. Okay. I figure I'm going to roll this and then see, based on how well or poorly I do, that that'll, I'll tailor what I say to that result, if you're fine with it. Yep. Okay. Yeah, we don't have enough destiny points for me to hot dog. <laughs> so while he's rolling, how's, that, how's Cass doing with seeing him get electrocuted? Oh, you know. <laughs> she doesn't like it much, but it, she's probably seen something similar to it before. So, mm-hmm. she hasn't lost it yet. Yep. Hazing in the Academy. What? I've seen Gary do more for fun. <laughs> so, I'm gonna clank, clank, just be like, What? You seen those imps on Coasante? Those little data pads chime that come running, and you wonder who's really running things. Because you see, when the technology's running the show, boy, you are less than a droid. Chime went ding. There's a dolo here for you to access information from, and he did. He takes three string. All right. And I'm gonna smile and pull against my restraints to try to make them jingle as much as I can. Like your notifications up. Ding. <laughs> his smile disappears. His nose kind of tilts up a bit in that sort of look of imperial derision. And he's kind of, I don't know how tough this. Any motions to the dungeoner, uh, dungeoneer? 
Hit him with the zero cotton. At this point, the droid drift starts floating its way over, and you can feel its needle pierce into you. So you'll be taking a setback dice on all checks as the truth serum essentially starts coursing through. And so he looks, he's like, Now, let's start again. You will tell me the location of the rubber bases that you are aware of, or your family is going to meet some rather harsh and unexpected circumstances. Perhaps the patronage of some of your siblings may come into question. So he is going to be rolling a coercion check against you. What is your discipline check for his difficulty? I have three ranks in discipline and a willpower of two. So that would be two reds and a purple prime. Gar is built to be obnoxious and hard-headed. <laughs> oh, no, I, I expected you to do quite well on this. So he's currently rolling against two red and a purple. He is rolling two yellows and a green. He gets a boost die for your truth serum, of course, I'm through you right now. I am flipping one of my destiny points to upgrade his green to a yellow. Does failing this one check mean that I have to start pumping out information, or what does failing the check mean? Failing the check means that you will probably let go of some piece of information, but no, you're not going to start giving out addresses. I would say that a failure, a flattered failure, would probably give... You'd drop a clue, right? Like, somewhere in the outer rim, or... If you talk about, like, if you talk about Horizon Base, you might start talking about beaches. Okay, and so what is the current die pool? Current die pool for him, so from his perspective, is three yellow proficiency die, mm-hmm. and a boost die, versus two... Challenge dice, so the red dice, and one difficulty dice, so one purple. I want to spend a destiny point to move that purple into a red. Alright, so this is going to be three yellow versus three red, and one boost die. Does my boost die for him? Because is he resisting something? Valid point. So let's add in a setback die for that. Do I get to spend some despair? No. Oh, did he get a triumph? Yes. (laughs) Yeah! So, I'm giving up Horizon, I think? Well, here's the thing. So he has a success and a triumph, so he has two success and Mm -hmm. then his triumph. He did generate two threat. Mm-hmm. And that is yours to spend. The rebel bases that you, as Alan know, or that Gar knows about, is Horizon. Mm-hmm. That's probably the one that's most accurate in your mind. Mm-hmm. The planet Moncala, which is where they were last time, so it's where you guys ran away to. Oh, Gar even did the astrogation to there. Gar did do the astrogation to there. And the one on Onderon. Yeah. Which one are you giving up? So at this point, they know that Moncal's in open revolt. They just don't know how to astrogate there, right? Yes. So. To basically placate the triumph while simultaneously redirecting the uh, threat. with the threat, mm-hmm. can I let him know that I have once successfully astrogated to Moncal without telling him how I did it? Yes. Okay. And then I, I'm going to kind of like, well, I suppose I know why you're uh, threatening one of the uh, richest families on Corellia. I mean, after all, I did manage to astrogate to Moncal at least once. <laughs> His eyes kind of peek at that, like, you know, he's like, oh, really now? <laughs> and I kind of, kind of smile and just like, but, I turn in the social initiative combat? <laughs> yes, you're turning the social initiative. <laughs> okay, so I'm suffering a setback. Oh, well, I guess I'm suffering four setbacks because I'm in a chair and then one for the truth serum. Because you said I was suffering three setback last time. And then they stuck a needle in my head, so I'm up to four setback dice. I gave you three setback die for that, um... Yeah, four setback die. So this means that I am three setback die for the talent. Okay, so that's the die pool on the talent. You have anything to do with destiny point ones? Upgrade one purple to red. Of course you are. Hey, I'm just trying to give you destiny points back for this prison <laughs> escape. Okay, so same, I will roll, and depending on how well I do, I will. <laughs> Jason? Yes. Start prepping one of those two rolls that I asked you for. I see a failure. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, so nothing. 
Yeah. So I'm just gonna kind of give it a, a smile and say, although I don't do anything else, I don't embarrass myself, thankfully. So I kind of sort of pull against it. She's like, ah, I suppose you're wrangling for a promotion after this, getting a dolo under your wing. <laughs> you can you can already see he's kind of kicking himself as he's kind of trying to think of how he's going to turn this to his advantage. Okay. So jumping back forward to you, which one do you want to do first? I'll do this Okay. And what's the difficulty? Let's put it at a daunting difficulty of four. And I think that you have a uh, setback die, as you're making these under less than ideal con- conditions. Yeah, I've got a talent called Steady Nerves. It applies to cool Skullbagger. Get rid of that setback die. <laughs> like flip a destiny point to give myself another green. You want one? No. Okay. <laughs> Two successes and a triumph. Okay, so yes, you make the report, and it's flawless. I will let you describe the scene of when you pass it over to him, because it's just going to work. He's still got the the visor thing, half opaque, yep. and he's even like got his chair sort of back, because he knows I'm there, but he doesn't want to <laughs> like interact. I just like, knock on it a little bit and drop it down. I imagine there's like a, a little bit of a spot underneath where you're sort of like slide it through. Mm-hmm. I have it a little bit on my side, so he has to sort of like reach through to grab it <laughs> and pull it back. Okay. And uh, it's like, I, I put my finger on it a little bit to hold it while he pulls it back, and it's like, properly filed. <laughs> let go. A triumph may be spent to earn the character a boon he had not expected. In such cases, the value of the item stolen might exceed his expectations and might also provide vital information. Alrighty, I want to also have on the list of things to be loaded into the Spectre a tie with as much galactic nav data as possible. Yes. We have X-Wings in the hangar. Yeah. The hangar can hold three, you've only got two X-Wings, there is one spot. But oh, okay. yes, you still have X-Wings in. Like, it's a tie with galactic nav data, so you mean one of those that has hyperdrive on it? Yeah. Do they even need to get into the hangar if ties rack? No. It's mm-hmm. a valid point. Yeah. Okay. For the triumph, I'm willing to give you any of... Now, I already know which one of these three you're going to pick, so do you want me to just tell you, or do you want me to go through your options? <laughs> you can just tell me. Okay, well, your options are the regular TIE Fighters, the regular TIE Interceptors, or one of the red TIE Interceptors. Yeah, I'll take one of the red. Yeah, yeah that one has... They are actually equipped with Hyperdrive, um, which you didn't notice on that first pass. And he has a moment where he's like, that's... I'm giving you one of the Imperial Guardsmen's... You are giving me nothing. This is going to the Bounty Hunter. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like this order any more than you did. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Yep. Thank you, sir. I apologize. And you kind of, and that's kind of all it gets put through. We're going to forego the mechanics roll, because I think that you're a good enough mechanic to break those protons though you wanted to, the ones you really mind. And so then I think at this point, we're kind of hitting the 20-minute mark. You've held up fairly well. And at this point is when Davik puts through... Found in cell block B313. Then you would have signaled the attack then, I suppose? Yep. Alright. So, like, a minute later, because they were just kind of on the other edge of hyperspace, you guys can't see this, so I don't need <laughs> to describe the detail of the number of ships coming through. You know ne- the rebel ships that are coming through, and immediately, like, all of a sudden, like, clacks and start sounding. Warning, warning, rebel fleets in orbit, rebel fleets in orbit. Boom, you're dead. <laughs> the younger officer behind him kind of walks up towards you. If you can figure out a way to react to this, and it makes sense, I'll accept it. Otherwise, I apologize for your master's sake. Walks up towards you and kind of like shoves a hand onto you, like shoving you back. He's like, you knew about this. This is the younger one? Yep. Okay. What side is his lightsaber on? His right one. His hand is moving towards it right now. Yeah. huh That hand's coming off. <laughs> you can try. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Rogues Alliance Actual Play Podcast. 
For character bios, fan art, and more, check out our wiki page at roguesalliance.wikia.com. Music and sound effects are owned by LucasArts, Lucasfilm, Valve, The Walt Disney Company, or are from the sites freesound.org, freesfx.co.uk, and tabletopaudio.com. Questions and comments can be sent to feedback at roguesalliance.ca. Tune in every two weeks for more of our ongoing adventures as we blow stuff up, learn rules, and generally have a good time. That's Who's fun. this redacted you speak? <laughs> <laughs> um. You wait. Fuck, fuck it. You all right? Yep. You sure? Yep. Take two strength. Nice. All right. <laughs> all right, all right, all right.